Hi, I'm Jeb Blunt, author of People Buy You, and this is the Selling in a Crisis Daily Sales Briefing. Each day until this crisis is over, I'll be focusing on the topics that we're all worried about in this unprecedented time. How do I engage prospects the right way? How do I advance and close the opportunities in my pipeline? How do I find new markets? How do I protect my accounts? How do I keep my job? How do I maintain a positive mindset? And what do I need to do right now to come out on the other side of this crisis better than I am today? We're back with the Selling in a Crisis Daily Sales Briefing. I'm Jeb Blunt, CEO of Sales Gravy, the author of Inked, Objections, Sales EQ, and Fanatical Prospecting. Our topic today is the new superheroes of the economy. That's who you are as a sales professional. So let's just take a look at the facts here. The fact is, is that most people don't like salespeople and probably you don't even like salespeople. That's the truth. It's also a fact that there's a lot of people in your company that throw rocks at you, that get in the way, that throw up roadblocks, that make your life pretty hard. And we always know that the internal sell is harder than the external sell. But right now, no matter what people have done, no matter what the roadblocks are, no matter what's happening, you have an opportunity to be the new superheroes of the current economy. You have the opportunity to be patriots for your company and for your country. Because right now, salespeople are the ones that are going to get us back on track. You're the ones that are going to get the commerce moving. You're the ones that are going to sell things. You're the ones that are going to save your company and save your jobs. So let's start there. Your number one job right now as a sales professional is to save your company. And your number two job is to save the jobs inside of your company. Every sale that you make does something that contributes to your company's survival. Every sale you make means that there may be one more job that didn't, didn't go away or one person didn't get laid off. And even though the people inside your company may or may not appreciate what you do, it doesn't matter. That's the role of the hero. In most cases, people don't appreciate what you do. That's the role of the patriot. In most cases, people don't appreciate what you do. In most cases, you have to go out and grind and make it happen. But the truth is, and I want you to go look in the mirror and I want you to see yourself for who you are, you are the superheroes of the economy. We are in a hole right now. There is no doubt about it. Bad news comes every single day. I don't know how many people are out of work, but it's going to be millions and millions and millions of people. We may go into a depression. We probably won't, but we may be in a deep recession. The people that are going to save us is you. Now, what else is going to happen? Some of you are going to lose your job. Some of you may have already lost your job. That doesn't matter. You got to go in every single day as if you are the savior, as if you are the person that is going to going to make it happen, save your company, save those jobs. And 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 in some cases, you're going to work your tail off, and it's not going to work out. That's okay. The one thing that you can do is take action towards that goal. The one thing that you can do is you can wake up every day and know who you are and what you're about. And the one thing that you can do is you can appreciate and believe that the universe has a way of paying back those who give first. So this is my message to you today. Go be a superhero. Go be a patriot. Go out there and do what salespeople do and save our economy and save jobs. That's the message for the day. Do we have any questions? All right. On the Sales Review website, Susan Miller. First, she says, hi, Jeb. Your book, Fanatical Prospecting, is awesome. Uh, her question is that I, she says, I am a staffing development manager at a startup. What is a basic way to prospect new customers that will not sound impersonal? Okay, so Susan, who is on the Sales Review website, thank you, Susan, for reading Fanatical Prospecting. Really appreciate that. Susan's a staffing development manager and wants to know what's the best way of prospecting without sounding impersonal, impersonal or self-serving. 
Well, what I would do right now if I were a staffing development manager is I would be reaching out to companies that are serving essential businesses. So I'd be looking at manufacturing, I'd be looking at healthcare, I'd be looking at transportation, I'd certainly be looking at warehousing, I'd look at groceries. There are a lot of industries right now in this crazy economy that are actually doing really, really well. So I'd go try to find those businesses and I would find the people that are responsible for hiring, responsible for running the workforces, whether they're HR, whether they're operations managers. And I would get them on the phone and I would ask them what their problems are. What are they facing? What are their challenges? And I would just listen to them. You may have a solution, you may not have a solution. But one thing that I do know to be true in a lot of those industries is that because people are calling out of work, they're afraid to come to work for, the, for a lot of reasons, that a lot of, of, of managers in businesses that are essential to the economy are struggling to hire people and they're also putting in raises, they're paying people overtime. So if I were you, the way I would approach them is I would approach to help them versus to sell them. And I believe that if you do that in this economy, people will appreciate it and they will be willing to talk to you. Got a, a question over here. Jackie Miles wants to ask, uh, we you want to have a live streaming event, what, lead, what email lead generator do you recommend? So Jackie wants to know if you want to have a live streaming event, what email lead generator would you recommend? Well, building an email list takes a long, long time. I started building my email list at Sales Gravy back in 2006. When I did, I had 12 people on my list, and that was the end of 2006. Today, there are a little over 1.2 million people on my list. So list building is something that you can't just do automatically. And you can certainly go get lists. I mean, there's tons of places you can buy lists. One of the places that I go, and I and I and I believe is one of the greatest resources uh, on on you know in the the uh, the pantheon of sales technology is a company called Zoom Info, and you can pull a lot of information there. But you got to be really careful. You can't just go grab a list that you don't have permission to send to and then go blast out to that list. You need to get people to get on your list. So one thing, if you want to start doing live lists or live events, and you're going to do it for inside your company, I would go first to my CRM. I would find all of the prospects that we're regularly doing business with. I find all my customers that I'm doing business with. Those people who have given you permission to engage with them, I would use that to build out a live event. Uh, if you don't have that list intact, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to do the sort of the chicken before the egg. You're going to have to go build a live event, post it on social media, get people to come in, create some reason for them to give you their email address, begin to build your list, and then grow from there. It just takes a little bit of time to get that done, but you want to be very careful that you don't spam people who have not given you permission to reach out to them. There's some legal reasons why you don't want to do that, but it's also a moral and an ethical reason not to do that. We got another question over here. Uh, this is a comment and question from Bill on the Sales Gravy website. He says, Hi, Jeb. I love your books. I've read Fanatical Prospecting and Inc. I work in a corporate partnership, and I am tasked with finding six-figure market deals. Marketing is paused for brands slash agencies as a whole. I'm reaching out, but any thoughts on getting more receptive replies? So, Bill, you're in a you're in a situation where you're selling really high end, um, you know, big ticket business to business items, and the part of the industry that you sell to is essentially closed. What should you be doing? And and so, first of all, I think that that what you have to do is start thinking about the future. So if people aren't doing deals right now, uh, then you're probably not going to do any deals right now. That doesn't mean that you can't find people, so you need to do a lot of outreach. But what I would be doing is focusing on what happens on the other side. So think about the middle of May, end of May. So what they're telling us right now is we're going to be hitting a peak someplace in the middle to the end of April. So if we think about it that way, we think, were you around the, over the edge? So the same advice I gave Susan, call 
Find out how you can help. Call, listen to people, call, understand them. And if they're not answering the phone, leave a voicemail. Send a relevant email. Send information that says, hey, I'm an extra set of hands and I can do something for you. Go, go in with that perspective rather than I want to sell you something perspective. And you're probably going to get people responding to you a lot more positively. Uh, at the same time, think about every time you make a call, if you do talk to some, someone, what's causing them to engage and what's causing them to put you off. If you start paying attention to that, sort of like an A-B testing on your messaging, you'll start moving toward the things that are getting engagement and moving away from things that are pushing people away. If you do those things, you're going to have success. But again, in an industry like yours, where essentially it's shut down, you, you have to take a different tack. And that tack is to get over the hill and start looking at the future. So instead of calculating based on what you sell, start thinking about the contacts you make, the new information you give, how you are, are building and developing and nurturing those relationships. And I think if you do that, you're going to find out that, that it, the next three to four weeks are going to be insanely painful for you. But on the other side of that, people are going to appreciate you and they're going to remember your name. I got another question right here. Uh, are there any updates for outbound and are there any plans for outbound to go virtual? So great question. So the question is, are there any updates for the outbound 2020 conference and any plans for us to go virtual? So let me give you the first one. Outbound 2020 has been moved to August the 10th or the week of August the 10th. Uh, we're holding on to that week right now. We're working with the Georgia World Congress Center to make that happen. There is some question at this moment, um, you know, how far this is going to go. We're, we're going to go to the end of April before we, we, we make a call whether or not August can even happen, but we believe that it's going to be okay. Uh, at the same time, we have um, made the decision to go virtual, and we have already ordered the producers, the cameras. We have uh, paid for all of the uh, the equipment. So regardless of where the conference goes, we will go virtual. But what I can tell you is that when we go virtual, it's not going to be like a Zoom call virtual where there's a bunch of talking heads and a screen. It'll be full stage, full music, full on production. Uh, so if, even if the room is empty because of the coronavirus, the speakers will be there. We will be on stage and, and Outbound 2020 will, will move from you know, a conference to a celebration of the, the, the sales profession and our role as the superheroes of the new economy and our role in saving our companies and saving our jobs. We have no more questions, ladies and gentlemen. That is Selling in the Crisis Daily Sales Briefing. I'll see you tomorrow at noon. Thousands of sales professionals and companies from around the globe have already enrolled in our master online course called Selling in a Crisis. Through 44 studio quality videos and lessons, you'll learn exactly what you need to do right now to outsell this crisis. Check it out for yourself or your entire team at crisis.salesgravy.com. That's crisis.salesgravy.com. And you can save 50% with this podcast-only coupon, Crisis50. That's Crisis50.